0: That's yeah, yeah, look. I don't even know where to start I took the Robert's form of expression and turned it to art My verses weapons like Tony, that's Montana, a start And I don't care about these haters, they just playing their part Cameras rolling, I ain't trying to mess with the order They say a sorta, kinda decent with it, I was like sorta See they dumb, their compliments down cause they don't feel important I just feel bad, they really try to hide the distortion Look, you don't really gotta say nothing Cause I already know, disabled, handicapped, I was still running I hate you gotta force them just to feel something Acting like they down with you like like you about to film something, like I'm dealing with some theater majors, I'm reiterating the dialogue, I'm seeing the pages, I look at the fortune and thing, who really need to be famous, that fame can be Let nameless, I got the out. talent, passion, you name it, it's time to end up all yeah. the oh, nominated, listen to me, listening to a brand new episode of 3's from the, the ring, ring podcast, um, mind yeah. the background, Datra just got in from uh school, so you know that be, but well, fun of course, it, be like that sometimes. it be that way sometimes on the real, but episode forty eight. Uh, of course, it's your boy Chris J. Welcome to our SoundCloud listeners. Welcome to our Spotify listeners. Welcome to our new Apple Podcast listeners. Glad, yes, Apple finally got to act together, and we on Apple Podcasts. But bad news is, I'm still banned on Facebook, so it is what it is for another day or two. It be like that, so yeah, L on my end, but. Either way, got Trail sav on here, and of course, and I won't say of course, but we got Tyler on this episode as well. Go ahead and introduce yourself, G.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: Happy Monday. All right. So... If it is a happy Monday for you. Yeah, if it's happy Monday. So. But if not, hopefully you're happy by the end of this episode, so... Uh, since we are recording on Monday instead of Sunday, expect some live raw takes. Um, shout out to King Corbin, of course. Goat right there. But before we get into that wrestling. That was the right move. Exactly. That was the right move, and I called it. But before we get into wrestling, we have to play the Bears Victory song. Shout out to Khalil Matt Shout out to the Kicker. I forgot your name, Big Panero. Shout out to you, my nigga. Shout out to Mitch for that clutch throw, cause you almost coughed it out. It wasn't really your fault. It was very clutch, that was,
2: bro. Yeah, yeah. That, was whole, that, that whole drive was just clutchness and, prop and like that nigga knew his job was on the line with that drive, dog. Like yep. that was crazy, G. And that whole thing, I'm like, this nigga really about to pull it out his butt. He he gone. You know, he really pulls out his butt. Shout out to Mitch.
0: Yeah, and that's one thing like about football. Mitch I love.
2: Mm-hmm. When I
0: need him, he'll come through. Unless man, it's gets the Packers. Unless it's gets the Packers.
2: White, Dash White, Prescott is doing his thing, dog. He really doing his thing. Yeah, shout uh, out to
0: all the black quarterbacks prospering, too. So
2: Man, all of them prospering. Except for God darn that one nigga who EW. But man, yeah, all of them niggas prospering, dog. All yep, so of them is prospering. Okay. So let's keep it, it, man. Man. let's keep it going. So, let's
0: keep it going. But Bears is one-on-one. So I take it. We got the Redskins next week. Beat they ass and I'll be satisfied. So, and before we get into wrestling again, NBA player that has war, the number forty eight, Nazir Muhammad. Mm. Chris, tell me one thing, Nazir Muhammad did
2: other oh, than My dad coached him,
0: and uh, when he used to uh, coach kids in Washington Park, that's what he did. My dad coached wa- Nazir Muhammad. Nazir Muhammad? Oh, yeah, he did. So that's all I know that he did. Oh, also his no, his main feat. Was in that playoff series, uh, against the heat, he pushed LeBron for no reason at all and niggas crowned him the GOAT because of that. And I was like, This is why I hate Bulls fans around that era. Y'all literally took joy out of somebody pushing LeBron because LeBron was killing y'all ass. Like, Gee, you sound dumb. Oh, Yeah,
2: man, I remember I seen that dog. Some dude was like, Man, I missed the old Bulls teams that was like this. I was yeah.
1: nigga, nobody knew who to- We didn't even have D Rose on that team. He was out there. Exactly, tra- like
0: G. Y'all are crowned like G. Goofy as hell, G. Like Goofy. Talking That's about the old days, me, niggas man. used to do that to Ran Jordan. So, so I don't want to hear the old man. days. So
2: shit. I lived rent free in the whole god freaking
1: state,
2: crazy,
0: Damn, in the whole Midwest,
2: other than Ohio. For a Wait. time being,
0: Ohio wasn't messing
1: with. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Truth for them those niggas to have, to, to have
0: LeBron in their head. Them niggas can't get over a breakup. Mm. Hey, Amen. Be that way sometimes. So, but let's go ahead and get into uh, our recap for uh, Clash of Champions. Uh, let me pull up the card real quick so I'll make sure we're not forgetting nothing. Off the top of my head, pre show uh, did have AJ Styles versus, uh, what's my man, Cedric Alexander. Again? So, uh, quick match. AJ whooped his ass plain and simple, smooth and solid match, but AJ did what he had to do to state dominance. I don't have a problem with it. There's people upset because AJ was in the pre-show, but did you want to see him on the card, or do you just want AJ off the card completely? Exactly.
2: Or, or the other thing that was actually happening that people failed to admit do you want the pre-show to be meaningful?
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. People like, forget.
2: Why is like, like, AJ on the pre-show? Because AJ is one of the biggest stars in the company. So people actually go watch the pre-show. Exactly. And people who don't can't afford the network, and I know how those struggles are, they have somebody they can look at when they're watching it on YouTube before they go to their legal registry. So come on, man. Put some respect on it.
0: Exactly. And then, literally, he had no storyline going into <laughs> this match. So, it was like, throw it on a pre-show. And also, uh, Drew Gulak retained the uh, Cruiserweight title after beating Lance Dorado and Humberto Carrillo. I don't know who neither one of them niggas is. I did not watch that match. Uh-uh.
2: I, I did not either, But I know that Humberto do code. So, I take the match to
0: decent. Alright. So I have to go it. back and rewatch watch it. Yeah. So, uh, Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, I didn't really watch the match because the Bears were still on. So, uh. I was playing Monster
2: Hunter, so Tyler, this is all you.
1: I came in at the last minute because I was just getting off work and my phone was trying to die when I was on the way home. Mm. But basically, the match ended where Seth took the pin because he got distracted, by uh, something happened with him and Ziggler and then Bobby Roode hit him with the DDT. And um he got he basically took the pin, they lost the belts, and Braun was kinda he's pissed off about it. They're kinda insinuating that Braun might have been pissed off because Seth took the pin, it was his fault for losing or whatever. But that, that whole thing was just to set up the um the feel, the fuel for the fire, so to speak, for the main event, which ended up being pretty decent to me.
0: Of course. All right, then Bailey versus Charlotte, which was surprisingly quick than I thought it would, but uh okay match not as is not what you expected out of it but for the quick action that it was and then the way that Bailey won, I'm not mad because once again it's not so heel Bailey. Uh and I just and then the key up the the best part of it was when Bailey just ran off and we was able to see cheeks. I wasn't gonna go
2: all misogynistic with it but that don't <laughs>
1: So, yeah, nothing really. We got nice. to get a sound bite every time we see one.
2: Well, but he, it is. If Chris Goddard downloaded the 40 ball. Ah.
0: Uh, <laughs> 40 ball. 40 ball. 40 ball. Baby, what you finna do for this 40 come ball? On, come on, what you finna do for this 40 ball? Bitch. You, all right. Even so,
2: though uh, Bailey is not a female dog, she is, uh, I guess, a white mixed with Latina queen. But. What would you do for this
0: forty, ball Bandy? What, <laughs> what would you do? Mm. So then we have SmackDown Tag Team Championship: The Revival versus New Day. This was a decent match as well. Flat match, very Come good match. De- I mean, it's a Chicago Flat decent, bro. <laughs> Come on now, Chicago okay, decent, Chicago decent. That means that's a flame hot with meat and cheese. Exactly. Good <laughs> slaps, my nigga. Shoot, you know what that means. <laughs> so I
2: don't think. I don't think the New Day. If you put the New Day against any comparable tag team, they just can't have a bad match, dog.
1: Yeah. Right. you got the New Day, the New Day, the rival, and the Usos. You can put. The new I even
2: say, in. look, even though people hype up the Usos, I even say Usos have had some stinkers. But like, yeah. I don't remember the New Day ever having a stinker.
0: I will give you that. I I'll, yeah, I'll give I'll you, I'll you agree that. With that.
2: Like, pre-wrestling, pre like wrestling, what would we call that? Like, enlightenment or something? Because there was a time when WWE was just, you know, I want tears to come down my eyes. When the Usos was, like, um, walking around and face painting stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, when they were they a tad bit Pre-shield career okay. Then
2: um, And Once. they was getting injured all the time. But then it goes too. off with, like, the talent they had on the roster and how they was going to use them effectively. But we already know the Revival don't have bad matches. Yeah, just, yep. <laughs> so, they it's really, really good. Me being one of the few black fans in Chicago that loves it, it really means a lot to me, the fact that they won, because it's a freaking revival, and I love yep. the revival. So, aren't they, um, like, what,
0: three-time tag team champs now?
2: They, uh, yep. And they're the and first, the cripple,
1: the cripple they're the, first hmm. team from NXT tag team. I mean, team to come from NXT to win the NXT titles more than once. Then they came and run the, won the, um, the Raw tag team titles more than once. And now this is their first um, SmackDown tag titles as a you,
2: team. You know what would be a cool list? Ranking hmm? Grand Slam champions. Because, hmm. like, who was the best Grand Slam champion? Hmm. Hmm. I want to say Seth, because I think Seth literally held every title in the company oh, except the this- North
1: America. I would say in this era, for sure, it's definitely Seth. In this era, I think in
2: any era, what like what title has Seth never held? I'm not saying he's better. I'm just saying in terms of literally like winning championships, Seth won everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's done it all
2: for this era. Like that nigga won the NXT. He won the US. He won the WWE. He won both tag titles. Oh, he won. Like what this nigga didn't win, like. This nigga... Yeah, well, and you and can say he won both tag titles because he won them back in the Shield days when they was unified.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: He won both of the goddamn big-name belts. This nigga won the championship for beating Brock Lesnar as well. Like, that nigga got feats. Yeah. Like, straight he's, Goku feats, dog.
1: I think he's the he's the only person in this area to win the Money in the Bank and Royal, And he's, like, the only guy in, like... He might be the only guy in history to have, like, multiple... Double title range 'cause because he held. Wait, the he won title.
2: the Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble, and a WrestleMania main event.
0: Yeah, he oh, might yeah. be. Yeah. He's arguably the most accomplished <laughs> wrestler. The most accomplished wrestler. Dude. He is legit. Yeah. Arguably the most That's accomplished he wrestler. <laughs> he
1: ranked number one Yo. in the world on like the top wrestler list this year. I think.
2: Yeah, but you know that list kind of k caped, right? Yeah. That list goes off popularity of like who's the most popular. And when it comes to popularity, it comes from, you know, how the fans and how the company perceive and push them. But mm-hmm. that's true. See, that that, when you think about the totality of like Seth Rollins, you don't even have to put record in like, I know you talk about Seth Rollins, but real quick, and we got to talk about him later. When well, even don't even put record in like, you know, the the category of his wins, loss records? And WWE wins, losses don't matter. My nigga, what hasn't Seth Rollins did yet? I think we're Elimination table. He haven't won an Elimination table.
0: That's the only thing. Has he even been in the Elimination Chamber? That's one of those things we're going to have to look up. Yeah, that's... Some, on a later episode with that's something we're going to do. Rank the uh, Grand Slam champs. Because that's... Something I will... Like, arguably, really, I think Seth might be number one. The only person who would be in his way would probably be Triple H. Probably. Or is Jared Jeff, or Jeff
1: one? Hardy. Because Jeff Hardy is a, technically a double gun Slam because he did it in the old era and the new era Ooh. when he won cuz last era he had the european title and current era he had the us title so uh, See? you
2: could say you could also say is Kirk considered one in this era cuz kurt probably ran laps through through um, TNA too
1: like yeah, yeah cuz he won when his first WWE run he basically won every title in like his first year including mm-hmm. the WCW titles during the whole invasion. Thing. Mm-hmm. And then TNA, they, he literally held all the belts at once in TNA. So that can't be ignored.
0: Yeah. See. That definitely can't be ignored. But we'll get to that we'll- Yep. So then back to Clash Champions, the Women's Tag Team Championship, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Fire and Desire. I really hate that name. How uh,
2: you I hate that name? Look, if they looked, if, bro, if, them, if they was like ugly or something, then yeah, I hate that name. But since they fire in Desaro, come on.
0: Dog. Come on. just be called Hot Lesbian Action, and that was the case. Or oh, you call it <laughs> 40 <a> <laughs> ball.
2: <Eddie>, and <laughs> then you put
0: in the. Don't you let Eric Bishop do
2: that.
0: during the draft. <laughs> I'm going to put in the I said, <laughs> <Is> it in subtitles 220. But, uh, match was cool. Uh, yeah. The R Truth moment, uh, was very unexpected. <laughs> That's, that was the one thing I remember, top of my head, with the match was R Truth running in and Alexa Bliss trying to get that pin. Like, can't knock her. Can't knock her at all. Uh, cool match. Anything y'all want to add?
1: Um, like you said, it was a cool match. It was just, it's almost like a filler. so to speak for the pay-per-view just to fill some stuff in because all the titles had to be on but um my question is what do you guys think because the women's tag team division is like it's not as big yet obviously for certain for specific reasons because they haven't put together a decent amount of tag teams yet but how what do you think they can do to improve
2: uh one Certain wrestlers have to get off with, of, like, because a lot of wrestlers, and I'm glad WWE doing this now, um, a lot of wrestlers are on, like, either injury leaves or they on, like, personal leave, which is just great when it comes to keeping talent fresh. Yeah. Um, so, like, say for instance, like, you can give Tamina and Nia Jax a run with those titles, and they can become monstrous. You can run almost until WrestleMania. And, but you can't do that with Nia Jax literally doesn't have an ACL. Um, or, either yeah. um,
1: about
2: you can have um, you can probably have pretty much anybody team up with Naomi, um, but Naomi, I think she's doing a personal thing with the Usos, trying to figure out that whole situation. Um, yeah. um but it's possible Liv Morgan could come back, but I think they're gonna continue her as a superstar. Um, you can have the whole time the Kabuki Warriors. I think they just really struggling with trying to get them over which is extremely understandable because language barriers are thing. even though people don't want to point that out um but uh i just think it takes with the way the roster is set up and i think the brand split will help when it comes to establishing certain superstars on brand i know it's a brand split now but
1: Oh, it's that's another question, I guess. So, when they do the brand split, are the is the women's tag titles going to be, like, dual brand? I think it would be
2: universal. I think yeah, it'll be universal. Gonna be. But what I mean by, like, the brand split, I mean in a sense that since it's not going to be so much jumbling, you would know what teams are on which brand. Yeah. Because yeah. what the thing was, like, like, what? I don't even remember who was on which brand at this point because one Nikki Cross on, like,
0: she was on. Smackdown.
1: She was on SmackDown. Then she yeah. just got moved over to Raw base because I haven't they even seen her they, on SmackDown in a minute.
2: I know they probably, but because like off the top of my head, and we can talk about this like the first NXT show come.
1: But off the top of my head, we
2: probably only get like not even a lot of call ups. Like probably like
1: like. I feel like we might. not be, We probably might get one or two at the most. I think cause with um, them,
2: it's gonna be two. Um, and then three, if Vince Man can get over his height, and I'm not talking about Johnny Ogano, I'm talking about Tommaso Ciampa, mm-hmm. but I think, um, when it comes to, uh, like, Shayna needs to get moved up because she watched that division. So, if you move Shayna, you could have her and her, uh, her four horsemen squad I Ain't gonna say the other squad we called them in our party mm-hmm. to come up and tag team. Um, be tag team a stable in a sense. So you, you can start the whole feud whenever Ronda come back and things of that nature. Um, and that's pretty much it. You also have a wealth of other talent in other you know areas like in NXT and NXT UK. So they just straight. It's just all about can they have the time to establish that? In which I think they will. I just think they're trying to you know establish the brands first. Right. So it's gonna take some time.
1: It's it's almost similar to how it was in back in two thousand two when they first did the um the brand split. Yeah.
0: But yeah. So next was Intercontinental uh, Championship. Shinsuke beat the hell out the Miz. Um, all I, I knew he wasn't winning that match. I knew we all wasn't. knew Miz wasn't going to win this match. Like it was, some people but believe. He's going
1: to- He's going to tie and break that record, though. I know that for sure. Yeah,
0: they're going to build this up a little more. But at this point, I'm just tired of face miss. I'm just tired of it. He's best as a heel. I feel like his character in ring is better as a heel than a face. So it's just, I'm just over it. Uh, I'm definitely part rocking with Shinsuke. You said what?
1: I said I think part of the reason why they're pushing him as a face right, right now, going into the... Because um, I think he's going to end up back on SmackDown when, um, when they move to Fox. But um, I think part of it is because, you know, they're promoting that whole the show and everything with him and his wife. So, you know, when they do stuff yeah. like that, they kind of have them, depending on who it is, because he's technically more of a high-profile guy, so they got to have him as more of a likable person, I guess.
0: Eh, it just still like we all know wow. like i
1: see what you mean we know it yeah, just don't work like, like
0: even on the show like he, we know like he's not the same guy outside the ring as he is in the ring like we know this like we follow these niggas on social media so we know only person who stay in character in social media is becky lynch we'll get to that later but <laughs> so literally it's like with me i'm like i hope he's a nice father outside the ring nice husband shoot we got freaking Mike Canellis out here, so it was like, well, I hope he's a good husband on TV and all of Mike that. So, Kanellis. like, but I don't know, man. besides the fact, uh, Shinsuke literally did a uh jump kick to Miz that was smooth before, right before he hit the uh Sasha, uh, so that was the highlight of the whole match. Uh, I just I'm just kind of doped out on Miz, and I consider myself a kind of Miz fan, so just turn them heel again. Please. He just needs a refreshing. He actually might need time away too.
2: Yeah, I was I was literally about to say that uh time away would be the best. That god darn Canadian destroyer, whatever I think he did. Was that a sunset flip technically that Ray Story versus R? You look like a sunset flip. But I think I think um that uh uh a uh, 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 rest would be good for me just to get him off TV. He got other ways of income. Miz and Marie do not slouch on ratings, sad. So uh, it's crazy how WWE reality TV shows forever stay on. You'd think that Total Divas will, you know, be out the paint, but that's still a freaking thing. Um, But yeah, I agree with you.
0: All right. So next, Raw's Women's Championship Sasha versus uh, Becky Lynch. Once again, it should have main evented, but based on how the main event ended, I'm not really mad at this not main eventing. But, uh, good match. A-, a lot of people on social media were saying this was Becky Lynch's best match with the belt since she's got in the belt. fully. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. agree. And once again, this just shows that Sasha Banks does not disappoint in ring and never will. So, give her her damn due. But, Good match. Good storytelling in the match as well, especially because I wasn't really sure if Becky Lynch was disqualified, so once they was going all over the place beating each other up, I was really confused, but uh, I'm not mad at the way it ended, you keep both of them strong to an extent, like, yeah, you can sit there and say, like, Becky put in Sasha and disarmor armor at the end with the sit-in-the-chair, made Sasha look weak, but it made both of them look strong for uh, the next rematch that they will have. Because I still believe Sasha's going to win the belt before uh, Survivor Series. That's coming. So, do you give them that Hell in a Cell match? Or do you give that Randy
2: Orton?
0: I think they will put them in the Hell in a Cell. If not, the next match would definitely have a stipulation.
2: Oh, hey, I don't know if even Kofi would go against Randy Orton.
1: Uh he beat he beat Randy last night, so I think he might be moving on Who I know Randy. do
2: he go against he cleaned the hill Roscoe tricking
0: SmackDown. I think they may do Randy and uh Randy and Kofi one more time just for Helen the Sale. I think And
2: they'll finally
0: take yeah. the belts off of him. Yeah. If okay, let's put it this way. If Brock doesn't make his grant return before Hell in a Sale, the they're gonna go at it one more time.
2: Because they said it's gonna be a title match on TV for the Fox show, so that could be Brock.
0: It could be Brock. We don't know. Like it's definitely one of those interesting things where it's like we have to kind of that and see.
2: title changing on that Fox show.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it has to change.
2: That, I don't it's think coming it's like, off of like I don't want to get me wrong. I don't really love Kofi's reign. It's probably better than any memorable rain It Literally, is flawless. It's just the. Always a good time for something to end, right. Especially
0: when you watch a uh, you watch the whole division, uh,
2: yeah. He basically he
0: got it. pushed to the moon with this one,
2: yeah.
0: exactly. So,
2: yo, somebody returned again.
0: Uh, I think they're oh, look, giving the AOP their return vignettes. Oh, you not raw, dog. These niggas big as hell. <laughs> <laughs> why are they not on somebody's NFL team gee. Gee, don't, gee, why are they talking I don't want them to talk see this is what this is where WWE goes wrong you let the niggas talk even though they give them subtitles I don't know what's going on but I'm cool with AOP back they need bodies for the tag team division both sides um, yep. it just depends on where they get drafted at so but yeah so I honestly do think hell in a cell uh, Becky and Sasha is going to be in the hell in a Sale. if not it's going to have a stipulation whether it's no disqualification or false count anywhere yep. so that's how I see it but definitely one, this was one of the best matches in the uh, other night easily Um. then Kofi versus Randy Orton I enjoyed the match and Randy Orton really just knows how to sell matches so well. Like, some of it's just his antics throughout the match just made you sit there and be like, gee, this man is really one of the best guys of this generation, gee. <laughs> like, just when he uh, when he knocked Kofi out the ring and he just started mocking that man just for no reason, I was in tears. And then when Randy uh I think when they were doing it uh, by the announcer table uh, spot and Randy just literally just smirked for no absolutely no reason at all. It was just like, gee, like he knows when the cameras on him and it just he works the uh, like he works a match just outside of just moves. But it was a really good match. Uh, he also delivered one of the smoothest non spot RKOs. I've seen him doing a long time as well. But yeah, so I I overall enjoyed the match. Uh I would say this is pro- definitely better than the match last pay per view. But also I would say this was pro I would say it's Kofi's third best no second best match in his uh reign. Daniel Bryan being number one, of course. I can agree.
2: Oh man, look. I'm sorry. Ain't nothing touching that Daniel Bryan match, Yeah, easy. Gee, duh. Duh. what you say? No, I'm just saying. Like, that's it. I don't think that Kofi should have took that belt off somebody else and Daniel Bryan be, like, the next feud after that. Because Bryan set the standard for niggas how to wrestle. So, um. For so
1: anybody, he, really. Yeah, it's,
2: it's crazy. Like, and I think. 'Cause the way things are looking, we might um we might be a face Daniel Bryan, so it, it it's, it's really what I'm trying to say is really really wild. But you know, Kofi has an acquired taste when it comes to his wrestling. And I think when they booked him, but the way he wrestles, it kinda comes off as different. Um and why I say this. Kofi wrestles like an underdog babyface, but he's booked like John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of, it kind of like, eh? I might be going, I might be going crazy, but like, when you go into a match with somebody wrestles like babyface, but you thinking in your back of your head, okay, how's this nigga going win this match? And, and when you hit somebody with a trouble in paradise, like, the fact that Kofi wins from one trouble in paradise, that's a come from the ground. You know, I got beat this whole match, and I did this and things of that nature. When you look like literally no one can touch me on this earth, it just don't. It just don't, you know. I
0: get where you're coming from, yeah.
2: Method. Yeah, so it just don't. But either way it goes. I think Kofi is a fantastic champion. He did something that most black, Superstars or WWE couldn't do. Hopefully, Ricochet can pick up where he leaves off.
1: Velveteen Dream. Whenever he gets moved up to the main roster, nigga.
2: Man. When he don't get moved up to the main roster, because they not probably moving him up because he's one of the now best No, no times. No, he went to NXT. Is his own brand, so why would they move him up?
1: I mean, because I feel like eventually they they gonna want him. They're gonna want to push him I on think, the main roster at some I point. I
2: think, dog. I think it. Like, we not. No
1: callers for a minute, unless yeah. people downgrade. I'm fine with it though,
2: unless people down, we probably don't
1: see no callers. Oh, um, speaking of NXT, not to get off track with the pay per view, but we might be seeing Kevin Owens go back to NXT for a I don't little.
0: believe that, I'm not buying that at all. It makes no sense. They just, I, just
2: think, I think the firing angle is uh out freaking played.
0: Yeah, I'm tired of it actually, but I'm wondering
1: where it's really finna go though, because unless it's like
2: Kevin Owens retiring.
0: Shame. Exactly,
1: I would like to see that. Please let it be. A, please let it be like a street fight or something, or a last man standing, something like that, or like a real eye quit match.
0: I would be happy with that. I real I quit. You haven't
1: matches. seen it. When was the last time we had a real I quit match with them? Where you got to actually say
0: it. Through the I
2: don't mic. know. Usually, uh, I quit when... matches got reserved for John Cena. So you know, you never... <laughs> he
1: don't
0: lose it. <laughs> the nigga don't know what quit is. The nigga <laughs> never <laughs> tapped out. <laughs> That's actually
1: not true. That's actually not true. Before he got pushed to the moon as Super John Cena, Kurt Angle made him. Okay, G. That
0: was that was different, G. We're talking about Super Cena. That was
2: photo.
1: No, I think it was when he had the jeans shorts. It's like oh three or oh
0: four. I thought it was when he had the banana pants.
1: Why did they put him in a game like that this year? G, I didn't want that.
0: <laughs> they say, "All oh, right, man, we'll go give a uh, hip hop Cena banana pants." I'm like, "G, he didn't sign off on of this. I know he didn't <laughs> sign off on of this. It was weird." But yeah, uh, damn, Super Cena was a different era. G, <laughs> that was a really we got to have different a
1: episode era. So about Super Cena era too.
0: Yep, that's gonna be a different type of dialogue. Like we, the the super cena appreciation because literally I feel like most people ain't giving appreciation to that that era of cena G. that nigga beat the
2: Nexus by itself. woo! They were, <laughs> buried
0: he buried the Nexus by itself, G. <laughs> not just that he beat them. He buried the niggas, but uh, See, so yeah, that, I'm not putting
1: these niggas over. Yeah, uh,
0: like, I'm, not, I'm
1: not even gonna lie. It was like, aside from Wade Barrett, right back. And obviously, Daniel Bryan splitting off from the group. Who was you really gonna put over out of that group, though? Wade Barrett. Wade, right
0: <laughs> Wade Barrett. And he
1: still ain't the only title he he had. I think he had the tag team and the Intercontinental.
2: Like, and all injuries. honestly, Cena stopped his momentum.
1: Yep, he did. And injuries.
2: And the reason I say that is because if he had a legit, if he was able to lead that faction to a legit win. He would be a staple in WWE just because he lead a faction over a win of established superstars in our. So like though that win, when he went created him a star, and but the fact that John Cena just literally beat them niggas one by one, it didn't it didn't hit. Kind of like how it's kind of reverse, but like how Dolph beat the uh, Authority. Oh, for yeah. a whole freaking month. Or dang Daniel The Rumble. Niggas was saying Dolph should be next. And that's the type of thing, stuff like that gives you. So, it was stupid. Though. I believe it was really, really stupid.
0: But yeah. So, uh, then Eric Rowan and Roman Reigns. Uh, Eric won. Wait, how did he win via disqualification? Roman Reigns I'm won by disqualification. Yeah, uh, Luke Harper comes back and big boots the freaking hell out of uh, Roman Reigns. Overall, the match did was entertaining, beating the hell out of each other. Uh, Roman Reigns pulled out a random pipe-like creation uh, from the entrance ramp. I don't know where the hell it came from, but uh, they were beating the hell out of each other. But the highlight of it all was Luke Harper came back, looking like half of Luke Harper that previous left. Uh, But... He did. It made it look like he lost at least fifty pounds, it looked like. He looked like a he looked small as hell. Still big, but small as hell to what he previous was. But once again, developing more tag teams for uh the draft, which is coming up. Uh let's see and then the universal title uh match. This match was good as hell. Shout out to Seth Rollins for giving Braun Strowman his best match in a long ass time. Yeah, I, love, I, I did like it a lot. And El Brono popped up. If you don't know who El Brono is, ask Day Will tell you right now.
1: Uh, that nigga
2: is the coldest wrestler that ever stepped on. Him. He's will have a height site, height that Ron Strowman is, but he can do all the stuff that Raymond Stereo does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that nigga, that splash was crazy. I, if I was Stephonos, i don't scared. Crazy thing is. Before that happened, we was talking about if uh, Mark Henry did a frog
0: splash. So, that conversation doing the, the conversation doing the match was had me in tears. Except for all this impressions. I, I,
2: was, I was getting a little frustrated. And all here I know, uh,
1: yeah, I remember Mark Henry did a frog. Splash. What?
0: <laughs> yeah, Byron <laughs> was tweaking. I'm like, what do you, you mean, uh, up,
1: huh? When he did that frog splash off the. Ring apron to the floor.
2: No, what? Wait,
1: what? <laughs> he did a wait. I'm asking, because did he do like a legit frog splash off no, the top row? No, he did a
2: splash. I believe he did a splash. Probably not even off the third row, but off the second row to
0: Randy,
1: I think. Um, I think I remember that.
0: I don't, but shout out to Randy putting a... over
1: Black Champions though, because he put over Mark Henry to win his first world
0: title too. That's very true. See, where Andy's down for the culture. Partially, I think he still says that word. But either way, uh, <laughs> this was a good match. Uh, Braun looked good. Seth looked strong throughout the match, especially with the fact that he kicked out the first curve stone and out on one. <laughs> that, that, that had me in tears. That kind of even me in that tears. one. Oh yeah, he did. He just didn't he didn't even said,
1: get the full. <laughs>
0: he did not get the full count. But uh, he tossed them out almost off the ring. You did. It took, literally, Seth Rollins had to throw the pedigree in there, like, just to get the win, but good match. why did they
1: go crazy when he busts out the pedigree, too?
0: Yeah, it was just, he hasn't done it since he brought the Curbstone back, so I don't, like, it was It was one of those necessary type things, so. You
2: know I use that pedigree for me thinking ahead, and I know WWE not going to, but you know what I do? I use that as a seat. I, Planted heel turn. Seth Rollins gets so frustrated after getting wally wopped by The Fiend as he gets drafted to Smack. Mm. As he gets drafted to the SmackDown, he turned on his best friend Roman Reigns. And he better mm. agrees to end of the show. But that would be. Too I would fun. love that.
0: That would be a good way to turn Seth Rollins heel. That would be a great way to turn him heel. Yeah, would Then we be get mad.
2: Seth versus Roman again. Only how we can do that if we get face Daniel Bryan.
1: Look. Yeah, yeah, we have. You um, gotta even out the heel to face ratio.
0: Yep. So, yeah. and then, but well, after, like and right. then after the match, yeah. uh, the Fiend comes out and for one get, gives uh, Seth Rollins a quality of sister Abigail and then chokes him out where Seth Rollins literally sounds like he's gargling on some balls. Literally, <laughs> it was. Really funny as hell, cause like if you have good speakers, you, like like I like I did, I was like you, you could legit hear the man just selling the hell out the man yeah. of the claw. Uh, the camp, whoever does the production for anything, fiend,
2: really really good at their job.
0: Um
2: We all felt it coming. We already, especially when I seen a nigga win, I'm like, okay, the fiend's gonna interfere at the end, but. Just the subtlety of putting the closed caption up. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: that—that's what maybe I, I was like say, They did they thing, G. Yeah, they did they thing. G, that's the like. subtlety
2: of that, that that created that. That created. I was like, man, that was just for us niggas who like detail and stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: But um, it was the feed is is over. I think it, what between Sasha to Bank and the feed, who is. Probably more over.
0: Mm.
2: Probably the fiend?
0: Probably the fiend by a little bit. Just by a little bit.
2: You got, you got, what? You got, you got Sasha. You got Sasha. You got Fiend. I'm trying to see all over. Like, over. A little bit of Seth Rollins after him being brought. Um. Roman's still over. Daniel Bryan is still tremendously over. Uh, Buddy Murphy was.
1: Kind of slowed
0: down a bit.
2: They yeah. have to slow him down because they had nothing for him.
0: Ricochet's still but, over. Yeah,
2: Ricochet is still immensely over. Um, I think it doesn't really. You could say AJ.
0: Yeah. Our uh, truth Baby still, is still.
2: still extremely over.
0: Our truth is still Alexa, in there.
2: Yeah, R2. Alexa Bliss is still... Alexa Bliss is just extremely beautiful, so she'll never be not. Yep. Yeah. I, think yeah really. I
0: would
2: say i like, yeah,
0: the top of Fiend, me,
2: probably, yeah. Fiend up there with, like, Steve Austin pops. Like, yeah. whenever he shows up. Um, and it's crazy that, that you can... Like, the Fiend is different from Bray Wyatt. So when we see uh, Firefly's funhouse, Bray Wyatt is over. But mm-hmm. he is not over as much as... the.
0: That's that's like really really crazy. Yeah. Definitely agree. So, yep, that was Clash yeah. of Champions. Stop.
2: Stop. Stop.
0: Stop. You said Stop. what?
2: Tweaking. No, I was telling my dog. Stop.
0: Right. It's yeah, so that's Clash of Champions. It was solid. Like I'll give it like a seven out of ten. Like. Yeah, I'm going
2: like a seven or eight. It yeah. was like I really I hate great wrestling by the way.
0: Yeah. Like it's either
2: good or it was bad. Um. And the fact that the main event capped everything off for a fun—that's what's up. It's literally class of Champions. Back then, probably like three years ago, those were throwaway pay-per-view. Last time I remember a class of champion is when John Cena almost got that win back on Brock, but mm-hmm. then uh, Seth Rollins like kind of stopped. So mm-hmm. yep. um, yeah,
0: it's it's
2: good to have a main and
0: class. Definitely agree. So that's it for Clash of Champions. Uh, they did announce that the draft will be taking place. Uh, where's my damn? The name?
2: SmackDown.
0: Yeah, the SmackDown draft. The first. Well, it's gonna happen on the first night. is gonna be on SmackDown. Then the last night's gonna be on Raw. So October Which 11th. Is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Once again, this just proves how much they're pushing Fox on SmackDown. But uh the second SmackDown on Fox, October eleventh, will be the first night of the draft, which I think is gonna be strictly just I, I don't think I think yeah, it's gonna be like the same old draft format from like two thousand three. So What?
2: When the same old draft format as like them niggas Russell
0: pig? I hope so. That'd be nice. Like from what I'm hearing, they I said like they're gonna I'm involve gonna... random Fox personalities on the SmackDown one. So we oh, might yeah, see got thing Terry Bradshaw. They
1: about it. They're pushing it as more of a sports show, so they want to actually make it look like a sports draft in a way.
0: Yeah. So so that's what I, we're expecting.
2: I I, can, I like that. I just kind of hope it was like last, like kind of like the last time we got like a legit, legit draft when they decided to wrestle. Was that wrestle and then you get the pick? Or was that? I, forgot. I think it that was, was wrestle ago. and then you get the next pick and then yeah. the perfect pick after you. Yep, um, but yeah, I liked that. Who do y'all think goes first?
0: Um, I want to say it might be Roman. He's it's either going to be—I
2: don't know—cause they might pick champions first. If yeah. well, Brock probably goes SmackDown first, yeah. just to, for initial hype.
1: Um. If he's the first overall pick, I think he might be getting that belt the
0: same night. Exactly, <laughs> like Brock has. Well, to be he already the first got it the weekend. night before.
2: I mean, <laughs> yeah, the weekend before. before. Yeah,
0: so even more. But oh yeah, I forget. But yeah, either Brock, I could. It really depends. Like it could either Brock, be Brock, Rome, it could Roman. be Roman, it could be Seth. Like no, nah, I don't it,
2: think Seth gets the first pick. Yeah. I think the Fiend would get picked over Seth because yeah. the Fiend would be champion, and I think it's very very stupid if you pick. A regular wrestler over a champion, so like Seth should get picked, then um, or uh... maybe like Sasha if you want to do like the the cream and the crop when it comes to mm-hmm. you keep Sasha and Bailey separate until Survivor Series, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want. I just need my Sasha versus Bailey then almost main event, um, which I think that story they're gonna lead to uh, Sasha eventually turn on Brady just to have a nice champion versus champion. paper. It's going to be lit. Don't quote me, but I think that's going to happen. Um, so,
0: yeah. But, yeah,
2: I think I think either Finn of Brock. We'll go more about it in that show comes.
0: Yep, so that's a couple weeks away. Alright, so next we'll breeze through We Remember. Uh, this week it is Brodus Clay. So, I'm going to just go ahead and admit this now. That I was once upon a time a Broadus Clay uh, fan. I was a Broadus Clay guy. (sighs) Yeah, I know. It was tough. Very unfortunate. And I repented for my sins. So it be that way sometimes. We all have a person that we we believed in highly once upon a time. So uh, Broadus Clay, once a.k.a. George Murdoch. This is the most effed up part about when I was looking at his thing. He is currently a contributor as a political commentator on Fox News. That's effed up. Wow. And I really don't care about what he has to say or do about politics.
1: So How did he get that job?
0: I don't know. <laughs> but he was also uh, the bodyguard of Snoop Dogg as well uh, before he started wrestling or when he was getting into wrestling. So, anyway, so... He pretty much started off in WWE, but he was always assigned to uh developmental contracts. So he was in Deep South Wrestling for in two thousand six. And where and he was at, and he actually had a few dark matches in two thousand seven as well. Uh where he where he went against Scotty Tuhati. Um interesting. Then he Wait, was what? Yeah, he had dark matches against Scotty Tuhati. In 2006 2007, around that time frame. So, this is when he was. That's not uh, an
1: uncommon thing, though, where guys that pop up years later.
0: Yeah, especially like developmental and stuff like that. Um, Then he got moved. Then he moved to uh, Florida Championship Wrestling, which is now currently known as NXT, pretty much, uh, in June 2007, where he went by the name of G. Rilla. Uh, That's unfortunate. But uh, when he was in FCW, he did win a Battle of Royal to become number one contender for the heavy, for the heavyweight championship there. Where he eliminated Terry Hart and he proceeded to challenge Harry Smith for the uh, championship, but lost by disqualification. He proceeded to uh, feud with them niggas for a minute until he made a group with Ted DiBiase Jr., And then, in 2008, he got released from his WWE contract. Then, in 2010, he comes back and he signed to uh, FCW again. And he once again uses his name, G-Rilla, where he formed an alliance with the Uso Brothers and Tamina. That's rather unfortunate. Um, Then, he eventually changed his name to Brodus Clay, which was a play on Snoop Dogg's real name, Calvin... Codazar Brodus. Uh whoever's idea that was. Um hold on. You do good Uh so. Then he would yeah, FCW, he fought for the tag team championships, lost, uh kept losing. He really every time he got in a championship match, he really kept taking Ls. Eventually in 2010, that's when they started the third season of NXT where he joined no, he no he uh, was announced to be in the fourth season, where he was uh, aligned with Ted DiBiase and, and uh, Maurice, Miz's wife. Um, pretty much, him and DiBiase really didn't vibe much, so eventually they, uh... oh wait, fun fact, he was in the same season with Byron Saxton. That's funny as hell. Oh um,
1: man, Byron <laughs> Saxton, that was a sad case of NXT.
0: Yeah, this is back Very when NXT case. was weird. What's the NXT that we know and love today? Let's put it that way. So, uh, but yeah, he had a match with Byron Saxton. And I think he won. No, he's no, Yeah, he won that match. Then he lost a six-man tag team match where he was with DiBiase and Maurice. Where he lost to Saxton, Chris Masters, and Italia. You got to hold that L, my nigga. And then he earned the right to change his mentor. And he decided to pick Alberto Del Rio. And pretty much if we are very familiar, he was with Del Rio for a minute as the big, big bruising bodyguard and all of that. Uh, Let's see. He debuted on Raw on the March 7th episode of Raw as Del Rio's bodyguard, where he pretty much helped. He replaced Del Rio in a match against Christian and he lost. And pretty much was, I really don't remember this, but Del Rio was feuding with Edge and Christian. I could have sworn Edge didn't have a neck around that time frame. Uh, It probably
1: afterwards.
0: Yeah, it had to be. Uh, But yeah, so Clay pretty much fought each of them in random singles matches and tag team with Del Rio during this time frame. Uh, April 25th, uh, Del Rio was drafted to Raw and Brodus Clay was stuck on SmackDown and he had to hold a big fat L um, in that department. Um, let's see. He disappeared for... He was off TV for three months because he was filming a movie called No One Lives. I remember that movie, actually. I don't know why he got that role. But, shout to WWE Films. Um, he came back in August 4th and fought Pat Silver. Who is Pat Silver? I don't know who the hell Pat Silver is. He looks bogus as hell. He looks generic. So, then... He was off TV again, mainly on Superstars, just fighting jobbers and crap. Then 2012 comes, and this is where we get the Brotus Clay that we all know, love, and or hate. The Funkasaurus returns in November 7th. Set- no, I won't say returns, but makes a return on November 7th of Raw. And pretty much, uh, it was a big fat L. Shot to John Lord He was mentioned in this because he kept holding it back. But he officially made his debut on Jan- January 9th. Officially as the Functosaurus, Which brought in Na- Naomi and uh, Kent and Cameron as the Funkdactyls. Uh, this pretty much was trash. He did beat Drew McIntyre during this time frame. Uh, he had a thing with Santino Morella. Where he helped him with Dolph Ziggler and, and Jack Swagger. Uh, He had a also. He was in the June eighth episode of Raw. He was banned from no SmackDown. He was banned from Raw by John Laurinaitis. Why was he around so long? To protect him from Big Show after Big Show attacked uh, Brodus Clay, and that was just goofy as hell. But I was also doing the Big Show Ironclad contract phase, which was lit. Um, he had a twenty-five one win- match winning streak. Why? I could have sworn he was losing matches.
1: Telefive 5 matches?
0: He won 25 straight matches, brothers Clay. Big Show what? broke his winning streak. Yeah. 25 straight wins. I'm, I wish I could look up who the, who these people were that he beat. But Big Show ended the streak in July. Uh, during 2012 of July and August, he had feuds with David Otunga, Damian Sandow. I remember Damian Sandow feud. Then he proceeded to lose to Cesaro, Del Rio for a minute. Uh, In the Royal Rumble of 2013, he eliminated five people. Uh, And then that's when the Lord Tensai thing started becoming a thing. And we all know how that that was pretty much near the end of his run with the company. Uh, He pretty much, in November 2013, started a storyline where he became angry and jealous of Xavier Woods nigga what (laughs) oh he proceeded to lose xavier woods uh mainly because he was being an asshole and didn't want to finish the match and then him and lord tensai got into it and he beat lord tensai i believe uh but then he got sent down to nxt which nothing came of he kept he fought Xavier was in NXT before he eventually got released after his match against Adrian Neville. Uh and then he was cut in June twelfth, twenty fourteen. And then he went on to do impact wrestling where he's known as Tyrus, and he still has not won a belt in any form or fashion. And that is Brodus Clay. I feel bad that I so was that forced to stand him in the
1: Fox News, huh?
0: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, Brotus Clay, y'all, I, we remember you, more for being the Funkasaurus, I once thought this dude could be a legit mid-card champion, and nothing became of it, but hey, life uh, happens, life happens, life freaking happens. I'm never
2: on this,
0: yeah, so, you said what? I
2: really thought Brodus Clay, Brodus Clay. It's going to
0: take, take the company by hand, huh? <laughs> hey, look, G. Look, Brody's Clay. <laughs> hey, look, G. I, 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 I believe they had, had a chance, G. I believe they had a chance, G. I just believe. Brody's Clay. <laughs> hey, look, G. It happens, man. We, we all believe in the wrong people sometimes, G. We all believe in the wrong people. Life happens.
1: Hey, I got a name for next week. Who? Ezekiel Jackson.
0: Low key, we get Ezekiel Jackson. We're gonna have to get Byron on the episode because he knows the theme <laughs> right. song. G. Cool <laughs> I'm gonna. Get, I just want Byron just for the re remember part, so you can see Ezek- Ezekiel Jackson's theme song. G. This <laughs> nigga
1: knows
0: <laughs> the Legit knows the best theme song. So he was saying
1: that that one time we was on the game.
2: Uh, that's
0: uh, <laughs> well, I think Ezekiel uh, you know, Jackson had an intercontinental title reign, too. Yep,
1: he was the last ECW champion, too.
2: Uh, wow. He wouldn't be considered, we wouldn't have to remember him then. He accomplished something. Yeah, he did it. Remember he, had he had no, no, no
1: personality. He was just yeah, big, look, small
2: Big Apollo Crews, they got no personality. Said you can backflip better than Apollo Crews, but that's his personality. And Show. And say, you know, you know, he's private. So that's that person. Most black people ain't got no personality. It's
0: rather unfortunate.
2: So that shit like Kofi, what'd you say?
0: I said it was rather unfortunate.
2: Rather, I think it also had beads in his braids. I can't respect that. He was a Ooh. high commentator. Though.
0: Yeah. Yep. Who? The Pope is probably top five. Elijah uh, Burke, <laughs> low key. Elijah Burke is like a top I five. Thought he was- I thought he was going to be decent. I don't, like, what? He went
2: oh, to I got Ezekiel Jackson. No, we can do Ezekiel Jackson. I got him confused with Elijah Burke.
0: Yeah, like, like you talking about this Elijah nigga. Burke now.
2: <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to remember when Elijah Burke held an ECW title. That nigga was trash, too. He wasn't bad, but... I know Ezekiel Jackson seems something too, so I'm not that sad at Byron. How does stuff go? This, cut cut how How's he go jump? No, no, nigga, that's Chilton Benjamin. That's the That's the gold is he good? <laughs> now, doc, This is a concentration of the soft, the soft, soft, basic. Hold on, let me see if I can catchy at the time. That Hold on, let me nigga see if I can got
0: the arm. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah, God.
1: Auntie.
0: Hold on. Ezekiel Jackson.
1: I remember the episode he got jumped out of the.
0: There will be no stopping. There will be no stopping. It's when you go harder than
2: somebody, man. <laughs> this right here here is domination. I, this here, what you call domination, It's the combination uh-huh. of skill and concentration. occasion
0: that. do something amazing. Uh-huh. With anything that I do, I dominate. I dominate. <laughs> Oh, man, low-key, we might have to play and have Byron do his interpretation of it at the same time, G. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Ezekiel no, and Jackson.
2: no, and our culture, somebody rapped off the
0: instrumental. <laughs> I hope not, G. Come on, G. I hope not. Oh, bro, I hope nobody actually rapped off Ezekiel Jackson's thing. I hope not, but it's a huge effort. But uh,
2: just made the black the most generic black UFC fighter I ever seen. <laughs> They're coming out to the ring with tight chains.
0: <laughs> <laughs> made a nigger. <laughs> Legit made a nigger. <laughs> alright, but let's go ahead and move on to basketball. So alright, so this week the FIBA uh championships finally ended. Ended in a bad note because if you was a uh American, Team USA Got eliminated on nine eleven, and which, above all, well, I was. did you your Facebook? My Facebook is going to be back in a couple, in a day, in 18 hours. So,
2: just like I
0: mean, just like the one. <laughs> exactly. See, it's cool. But, uh, but yeah, so they took an ale to, uh, France. I woke up to that ale. I was sitting there watching Donovan Mitchell drop 30 in a, uh, third quarter and proceed to hold a big fat L because Kimball Walker and him decided to think oh we're going to try to pick and roll Rudy Gobert where in FIBA rules Rudy Gobert can stand under the paint for more than three seconds so that wasn't a really good idea at all they should just run pick and roll but they decided to pick and switch and literally get blocked and blocked and blocked and blocked and, blocked, and also let Evan Fognier get their ass buckets So they deserved that big fat L. And then not only did they just proceed to sit there and say, you know what? We already clinched the Olympic berth. LeBron and us LeBron and the game gonna carry us. No. They said we don't even want top five. They proceed to lose to Serbia. Serbia that did not even play Jokic, by the way. They said, Nah, bro, since we not about the medal, you don't even gotta play, bro. Go back home nigga went home to Denver somewhere, smoked some quality weed, and li- and oh, just living, and let Boban, uh, Boban in the game just light their ass up, so they proceed to lose the fifth place game, but congratulations, you're, you're number seven, my niggas, number seven, after beating Poland, Team USA was a top seven team in the, in the, in the shit, G. shout out to Spain though, they won. Shout out to Spain. They did. They did. Yeah, their Louis thing,
1: Scola know. went crazy.
0: Oh, uh, that's no, Argentina. Luis Scola went crazy though, until uh, he met Marcus All in the game though. The
2: Marcus All <laughs> is by far had the best year as a. Man.
0: Yeah, like you, think, you, won a championship.
2: Think, probably fucking Jordan had a better look. Knowing Jordan, he probably won MVP, a uh, gold medal in. But, Honestly, look, I think you're right. Probably.
0: Getting that defensive player to yet team, too. Who knows? Yep, so. But, yeah, so, uh, FIBA overall um, left a bad taste in my mouth because yeah, of Team USA. Is, is it, it but it's funny how, like, old washed-up stars like Patty Mills, uh, freaking Andrew Bogut's, of australia then with argentina you got got dang Luis scola who hasn't been in the league in five years he cut his hair think about that i didn't recognize him at first he looked like he actually looked clean literally out here hooping for their country g the pride of their country literally they it's like they they become rated 90s over the pride of their country meanwhile niggas like donovan mitchell kimball walker harrison barnes all become like rated 75s and stuff it's it's wild, G, when you think about it, G. Really wild. It's sad uh, out here.
2: I'll also, uh, it shows you how good the Celtics are going to be. Woo! Uh, <laughs> if that's the tale of the three best players on the Celtics, man Taylor kind of got in, you know, towards the end. But if the three best players play like that, you should have traded for Anthony Davis, fam. But um, my question to you two is... Uh, with the recent like standouts, people like Louis, Eric Fournier. Um, what was the nigga from? Uh, Who was one of the niggas that killed it on Greece? Uh, Greece. It then,
0: was nobody yeah. on Greece. It was just Giannis. What you talking about?
2: Nah, it was, it was times when niggas didn't. It, they didn't play Giannis in the playoffs
0: sometimes. But um, it was I'm
2: nobody on see. Greece that nobody was talking about. It was somebody else, on Greece, and then oh. Uh, Hey, uh, with, with those people, you know, putting in work like they did, do you think teams should look out, you know, and appreciate those? Kind of like how the Pistons move on freaking Joe Johnson after what he did in the Big 3. Do you think teams should look at those players? Kind of like Luis Gola. I
0: think you Luis Gola... I think he just made his run in the NBA is just done because he's, mm-hmm. he's like his game just fits more international play. Like, he can't okay. do handle the up and downs of NBA of today's league. Like, I don't think he can handle it. Uh, the Bobon brother that was on, uh, the younger Bobon brother, he already gets a decent amount of tick on the Kings. Like, he's their sixth man, I believe. And like, he's already, uh, I already uh... know he's really good.
2: What's Ricky Rubio was the MVP too, so you got to put respect on
0: him. Yeah, well, Rick, like Spain arguably has the best. It, that's why they won. They had the best active players. You can argue, like U.S. I, had
2: the best active players.
0: International players. Let's be specific. Yeah. <laughs> let's be I specific. The yeah,
2: U.S. I, I even though they lost, I can't say anything. just. I guess pop and coach them to the best capability like like for people who are an established team, do you think the team should put more respect on it? Especially with teams where there's literally only one or literally no. Like somebody like Aaron Fournier, you, you probably have to see what he was able to do with Fred. You probably should be putting the ball in his hands more and not caring about if Aaron Gordon can dunk your your crowd into not seeing that they the have thing a is, baseball team I I hear know. you.
0: But it's more like certain players' games just it's like the FIBA international game is just a little bit it's I won't say a little bit. It's quite different than mm-hmm. how we play how how much the US game has evolved. Because with it's like certain stuff in FIBA you can get away oh, with man. like Rudy can actually camp in the paint. So he becomes oh. a lot more dominant in that aspect. Evan, and then also with like one big difference with FIBA play, the game slowed down tremendously. Like most games ended where neither team drops a hundred. Yeah. If that happens in for an NBA game, you sitting there like, fuck wrong with these niggas or and something Man like that. Like a Bears game. Yeah, it's a slow paced ass game, so it's like defensive battles. That's why, like, even when you watch, like, if you used to watch old Luka highlights uh, before he came to the league, and you look at his stat line, would be like, "Yo, why is this dude so cold? But you have to, have to actually watch him and all of that. But, like, Evan Fournier, like, his game, he's more of a slasher-type, half-court-type player. He can shoot, Ooh. yeah. It, it benefits more from a feeble-type play than it would in the NBA. Like, Evan Fournier is a good player. I've been saying for years... He could be a good six-man on a contender. It's just, I think the Magic gave him a stupid, duper contract. So it was like, it's not really much you can really do with him. But, like, he, I think he's been starting for him for years. Like he's been a he starting shooter guard, or at least he's six-man, for many years now. So he's just stuck on the Magic more than anything. Like, it's not going to make or break Evan Fournier being on a team. He's always been a solid guy. Or, like, with Ricky Rubio... It's just, he's just doing what he's been doing with people he's been playing for like over 20 years. So he has a better bond with freaking Rudy Fernandez and the Gasol brothers. And then come to the Olympics, they also have Ibaka on, on that team. So, yeah, Ibaka plays for Spain. I don't know why, he just does. So it's just an example of just like, cert- like, and then it's just the pride of your country as well. That just makes a hell of a difference like Ooh, some players just benefit some is just like more of a showcase but like it's just how the games merge over if anything that's why it helps when like team USA has their best players because when the game slows down and you're not really making shots or, and all of that or like almost everybody in the court like okay imagine the olympics you more than likely you will have lebron you should have. You might have Steph. You may have Clay. You may have a, a Dre. You may literally have like a quarter of the Warriors' core. Um, I would say Nigga, Kyrie might be def- there. I
2: think
0: James Harden leads that team. James, James Harden. James. I feel like if they even just had James Harden on his team, just on this team, in a half-court game, and he gets to isolate the whole game and just kick out. They will probably go gold, or at least very much go silver. They will medal, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. If you just put James Harden, everybody else on this team, and just put James Harden instead of let Donovan Mitchell play, be the, as what they say, the primary scoring option. <laughs>
2: you put you, you replace Donovan Mitchell with a, a probably one fan. So, like, you give me a backcourt of James Harden and God darn Klay Thompson, dog, they're going to go.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just an example. Like, you're going to have more players who can – like, the, when you have your stars, it makes the game easier. But also, like, when, you, when, the, when you're when you not making threes because literally, like, Team USA benefits off the fact that they, they're not only just going to beat you by just playing great defense and they're going to run you up and down the court. But most of the time, they're probably going to go, like, 50% from the three-point line because the three-point line is smaller. So, that's why, like... Olympic Mellow is a legit a thing because Mellow has a mid range game where it's technically a three point shot. So for him, it's like, cool. But it helps when you have like each player, you have a player who sits there and be like, okay, nobody's shot is falling. I guess I'll drop 30 tonight. Why? Because we need to win and we have no business losing to these niggas. So it's kind of like that. While with this team, Kimba could have took over, but we don't know. Kimball has shown flashes, but he don't take over games. Donovan Mitchell has very few flashes of taking over games. So it's like you don't have that pure takeover guy. That's what I'm saying. Like if they had just James Harden, this team probably would have went gold solely off that. Because they were an okay defensive team. But my one thing they kind of may need to really, this also really proved is that America does not, Have a legit real center while the rest, like, think about all the best centers in the world that are in the league are not American. Rudy Gobert, yeah, think about it. All the best centers in the league right now, Jokic, Gobert, Embiid, Cat, all are literally not from here. Cat's not not from from here, he's from here, here, but he's Brazil. Uh, He plays
2: for Brazil. Ain't that
0: nigga from Bahamas? He's from he's not from here. Let's put it that way. (laughs)
1: He's
0: not from here. Yeah, Kat's not from here. Like if that was the case, Kat would probably have been on his scene. So it was just that's an example of just like Yeah. Like at least like in the previous years you have Kevin Love or Dwight Howard at least sit there. Like I think twenty twelve they had Dwight Howard and Kevin Love and that was it. And I think Crazy by the way. Exactly. Like Drummond is probably the best American born center. And if you were calling our top 10 centers list, I think he was what, top six, top five? Mm-hmm. So it was like, it's just the unfortunate situation. And Clint Capella's not from here. So it's like. And Clint Capella's not even sniffing top 20. He's top 15. But. <laughs> mm-hmm. but but, yeah, so it's just – I'd rather
2: run LeBron James a center than click.
0: Exactly. Well, arguably – And then it depends what you want to consider Anthony Davis as well, a forward or a center. Even then, Anthony Davis would probably be the best big in the Olympics next year, too, if he decides to play. He will play. Yeah, he will. I think
2: the only person – The only person I'm thinking of is definitely not – Well, KD definitely not playing.
0: Yeah, I think and... KD would be – trying to rehab. It, I think
2: it, if it, I think only if he plays he plays limited and has to get back in form for the NBA.
0: Yeah, that's well, the only and then he just loves basketball enough where he'll probably just do it yeah. just because.
2: Um, But uh, I think every I think your guard's gonna be Dane, Westbrook,
0: Harden,
2: Curry, It's gonna be so
0: many guards. It's like they have options in Cause
2: guards. Cause you got Kyrie too.
0: Yeah. And but then you he might just want to throw in. No, he, nah, uh, he, he could play no, he's played for Team USA. I know I said he
2: has the luxury if he Yeah, if he, to he wanted to,
0: Aussie. but I think he'll just stick to I don't he's, think I, don't know. Know, I think yeah. he plays for
2: Team I think Kyrie plays. Yeah. So the odd man out probably will be Damian. Le- yeah,
0: unless Steph just don't want to do unless, it. Unless yeah, Steph
1: either if Steph or Westbrook
2: Steph's you know. going to want to go medal,
0: I mean. He? he has one, yeah twenty sixteen. Well, yeah, I'm sure he'll want one. So like I like I believe literally whoever they say like as long as you send at least you have as long as you have at least six all stars they should literally rape the whole competition. The only threat God. would probably be Serbia and Spain still.
2: Nigga, Serbia, bro, Serbia's only good because they they would get them like bro, bro. Nigga, Jokić gonna have to switch from getting guarded by Joel Embiid and probably going. I mean, not get guarded by Anthony Davis and probably run it to Draymond. It's not looking good for that. Dude.
0: It helps uh, either way. That's my point. What you say? I said it helps either way. Like, shoot, get his shot
2: blocked. Get his shot blocked by Drummond. He go on for the offensive board. Anthony Davis coops it out of his hand and say, "Come, Kate, come check fatty <laughs> or something <laughs> like that, dog." Like. <laughs> He got a change. He, he gets switched on LeBron. LeBron got darn no look passes to Steph Curry. Steph Curry already went at the defense because he made the shot. <laughs> ain't, nothing, ain't nothing happening.
0: Yeah but, yeah, but still, in terms of people who will make it, I say who wouldn't get dubbed, it will be serving us. Everybody, look, bro, Nobody, why are they go against getting 40 nobody's
2: balls? Nobody's getting dubbed. They're getting 30.
0: Look, man, it's gonna be some 40 balls in the Olympics next year. G. 40 ball. Legit, that's gonna be the 40, 40 ball. Literally every game, it should be a 40, 40 ball, ball, honestly. Baby, what He's you finna do for this 40, 40 ball? ball. What you man. finna. Yana's gonna get 40 ball too. I don't even think they qualified. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they qualified. No. Because oh. he Yana.
1: didn't even play all that well.
2: No, nah, it's not that he didn't play well. That's not darn.
1: But he not- didn't not- handle no help either.
0: It's nobody from Greece but his brothers hey, and Papa Gainis or something. I think dude name was Papa Genius or something. I don't know. But yeah. But overall Team USA gotta hold that. Um it's unfortunate, but I'm sure this will motivate all the stars after they realize after this battle royal of a champion. I mean of a season that most of these niggas act like it's about to be because I feel like it's about to be Lakers, Clippers, slash uh Philly and philly and uh the bucks season to uh win it all so man i cannot wait oh, yeah, so be- i know but i'm gonna keep it bugged, dude. that Rockets team ain't looking
2: too bad either
0: yeah the rockets actually yeah, have a low-key to- whip too the rockets actually have a whip but they they're the i need i want to believe in you but i'm at the point where it's just like gee i'm gonna
2: not trust i look you can't trust and I never, I never would be able to trust so, like, cause they don't have no freaking, they ain't got no forward. And I don't Pj Tucker's the forward. A legit, if your forward, if you ain't got no star forward, you're gonna be. They ain't don't even bad.
0: Pj Tucker's the forward.
2: Then who's the power forward? Pj Tucker. I said four, like a three. Gerald Green. Alright man, let's get to it. What <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm I'm all look, Dale Green is a glorified two.
0: I know, but and that gee, they that was, last season they played Eric Gordon at the three sometimes, G. That's just how smoke. Wa- Huh.
2: He got smoked.
0: Did Smited
2: by the God of Stephanie?
0: Look, man, that, that that's gonna happen to body, man. So, but uh, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, so, NBA now did a couple random acts of acts of regulations and rules. Uh, they banned the ninja headbands, unfortunately, um, mainly due to safety safety concerns. And the most head ass part of it all was the unprofessionalism of it. Um, where is the hold on? Yeah, so all I ask, just don't take them out on 2K because I like those things. But uh, I feel like they're going to end up making a comeback. Mub's going to complain. Like the NBA once banned uh, compression tights, like players kind of wear compression tights, and now day every player wears them now. So
1: there was it, a ban on it.
0: Yeah, it was a ban. Like Wade, Kobe, and I think LeBron. Was starting to wear them. It became a thing. I remember ESPN made a big deal out of it. And then, like, because players were legit saying it helped with their legs and blood flow. It does. Yeah. The whole and of if of you got
1: the padded ones, it helps you, if you get a knee in your thigh.
0: Exactly. So, but the league Protection. wasn't really liking how it looked. So, they banned them for a I minute. I think
2: that's what the league mostly does when it comes to that. Like, when it comes to, like, they they do stupid stuff like that when it comes to, like, and I'm pretty sure there's just, like, one meticulous person in that off. like, I don't like how this looks. Change.
0: Exactly. So, they'll come back. Like, I think once they, if the players care enough, they'll bring it back. Like, it's it was a cool look and all of that, like, so.
2: I don't know, um, man. They still couldn't wear that Supreme. And that nigga was on the
0: court. Well, that was different. That, that was more that. branding than anything. Like, that was more brandy. And that was just J.R. Smith being a pure nigga. Um, I'm then, mad that
1: the Nets not going to be able to wear the... the remember the Coogee jerseys that they got? Yeah, that... The, uh, gee, they, I, the fact
0: it, that they didn't check on that first... they the, Nike kind of got a whole on that
1: Because that, that idea was just
0: cold. Yeah, it was dope. They See? might bring it back. Like, I'm sure they just throw Coogee the bag. For Nike, that's nothing. Throw Coogee the bag and say thank you. Um, Then... Adam Silver pretty much said he's up in the fines on tampering. He's sick of it. And uh pretty much if you if he catches you tampering, ten million dollars. Which is God damn. Yeah. Ten million dollars. Uh maximum. I think I think no, they said that's the minimum. If I recalled an article, said so that was the minimum was ten million dollars. And that's for the whole organization. Um and then players can also receive fines as well because like this free agency proved like literally Kyrie, KD and a gang of other players was gone by literally before the what was it the 6 o'clock time frame so that's an example of like literally we was getting watch bombs at freaking 4pm when free agency starts at 6 so the league is like trying to shut that down Adam Silver's not playing No more tampering. He's trying to fight with everything in his power. So, starting where it hurts most for these owners, pocketbooks. Um, So, let's see where that goes for next year. But the only major free agent next year is Anthony Davis and Bradley Beal. So, and both of them more likely staying where they at. Um, Sean Livingston retired as well. Crazy, man. Yeah. Like, I saw his injury live. Like, the And... It still makes me sick <laughs> just the thought of it. And I thought about watching it on YouTube, but I have a self esteem, so I was not about to rewatch it. But if it's you have between
2: not. Him, Andrew Bogan and that one college player
1: we saw
0: Kevin Oh, Williams, yeah, from, from, from
1: 15, Louisville. 15. Yep.
0: So, and I think Matres Harold was on that team as well. I think Matres Harold was on that team. and Yeah, he was on that team. Yeah, that was one of the nasty, like, all three was nasty, but Sean Livingston was, like, when I was younger. So, for me, it was like, yo, what the fuck? Uh, but, Sean Livingston, legit, made a career, proceeded to come back. Like, the fact that he came back from because his leg, he had literally no knee, nothing. Dislocated, I think it was torn, everything. And the fact that he came back, made a career, was a key player on the freaking... Warriors like he went on to a few teams I, I believe I remember seeing on the Nets uh, Bobcat. the Bobcats he was on Charlotte for a minute like he he traveled for a bit but once he got to the Warriors and he you could sit there and say what you want I don't ever recall him missing that mid-range jump shot ever <laughs> that whole time he was with the Warriors maybe like twice but he wet that joint consistently so, shout-out to Sean Livingston. You made a career. Uh, not a Hall of Famer, but you will be remembered. Uh, what, three championships? So, like, respect, G. You came back, like, and yeah, I feel like if Sean he Livingston...
2: Got, he ain't got no six, man?
0: I don't think so. Let's check out basketball uh, reference real quick.
2: You know, I'm about to say, if he got a sense man, he might punch this thing.
0: Like, he'll be, like, one of those, like, if he gets in, it's gonna be through um, how the uh, how they did. Um, like he'll get in when they were like they they might throw the whole Warriors team in the Hall of Fame or something like that. Like they may honor like one of those Warriors teams and be like, "All right," mm-hmm. so that's how he'll get in. Now he don't got nothing; he just has the uh, he's just an NBA champ. But yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, I understand. He, he Anybody
2: won't be. You know.
0: But yeah, but definitely had a solid career, respected regardless. Um, Why the hell is the OC coming out to beat up uh Seth Rollins? It's just random. Like, why is everybody jumping Seth Rollins right now? Just for the Fiend to come up and do what he do best. Hold on, I'm about to name all the teams Sean Livingston was on. The Clippers. Who the hell is T.O.T.? I don't know who the hell that is. He was on the Heat. He was on OKC, the Wizards, the Bobcats, the Bucks. He was on Cleveland for a year? He was on Cleveland. He was on Brooklyn. Then he finished his career with... Yeah, he was all, all over the place. Well, yeah, shout out to Sean Livingston, G, on the real. Glad you came back, had a 14 years of good basketball. Like, I'm proud of you, G. So, did what you had to do. Definitely did what you had to do. So... Uh, Moving on, we're going to go into our season preview. We're hitting up the Pacific Division in the West Western Conference, a.k.a. this is about to be the sweatiest conference in all of basketball this year. Uh, Honestly, it really is because this features the Golden State Warriors, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Clippers. uh, Who else am I missing? The Phoenix Suns and the Sacramento Kings. We all know it's got about to go in last place, so we're gonna go talk about the Phoenix Suns first. Uh Phoenix Suns, uh what can I say? They added uh, Ricky Rubio. Shout out to that. Um Who's coming out? Is this Kane? Why oh uh, up? Well, Kane just popped up on Raw. Uh <laughs> Uh but anyway, it's Phoenix Suns, uh yeah, they added Ricky Rubio. Uh, who else did they add to this team? Dario Sark, trade and Aaron Baines. They're still going to be the worst team in the league. No, I won't say they're going to be the worst team in the league. Like I think they should improve, but it's going to fall more on Devin Booker becoming more of a team first guy than I'm about to Go ahead and drop 50 off 40% shooting, and we take the L. That's going to dictate how much better the Suns team get. I don't see them being nowhere near in the playoff race, but I also do see them faring well as a good one of the. Uh, they should be a tough young team to uh, be play against, honestly. Because I think Aiden should take a good step forward because of Rubio. Booker should might be uh fighting for all star spot maybe. Oh that was added Frank Kaminsky. I didn't know that. But yeah. Like Ricky Rubio should elevate this team to a better place than I expected. Um so that's all I can really say about the Phoenix Suns. Y'all could go ahead and give y'all a take. Not survive. Um, like you said, I think you don't
2: have
0: to
1: there to should you. be some not Moving towards a playoff spot, but as far as being a team, is more of a cohesive unit. Having that point guard definitely helps the ball get shared a lot. More. And um, Devin Booker, he could make a playoff. I mean, for an um, All Star spot with Claydian, because if you think about it, how many other than James Harden? Who else is there? Who else in the West is like a top tier shooter?
0: CJ McCollum might make a push for Donovan Mitchell might make it, make a case for it finally this year, too. Him, too. Yo, G, I'm sorry, but this Seth Rollins, <laughs> this camera shot, G, it's hilarious, G. Shout out to this production team, bro. Shout out to this production team, G. Seth Rollins' face to the feed right now, G. I, G. It's just A1, G. Oh, he popped up again? Yeah, he took Kane out. (laughs) He took Kane out. Oh, wow. Another one bites the dust. I know, right? Uh, But, yeah. But uh, Proceed, though, Tyler. Sorry. Um, As far as the Phoenix sign goes, another team, I think,
1: should be...
0: It should be fun to watch again because I like the 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 kings. I like this. We'll get to the kings shortly, cause Daytra said I give his take on the Suns. I don't know if he's back yet. Okay. Uh Daytrius, are you back?
2: Oh, yeah, I'm back. What was the question? Uh
0: we're talking about the Phoenix Suns.
2: Nigga am niggas. hard but that nigga
0: scared to get double teams in a scrimmage game. Uh, speaking to the mic, G, you muffled.
2: Oh, uh, That man scared to get into double teams in a scrimmage game.
0: No, man. All right. Uh, so that's the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Nothing really much to talk about. Uh, the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings is once again. Last year, they fought for a playoff spot. Fought until the end of the year. I think adding Harrison Barnes ruined a lot of what that team was trying to do, and it's rather unfortunate. But, okay. but they have once again a solid team. I like the team. They added Corey Joseph, uh, so he he brought the he he was the first one from the six to bring a ring to the city. Trevor Ariza is on his team for some dumbass reason. Uh, shout out to him about to get flipped to the Lakers if they need uh, if they if above all. Um. That's all they really added, but they really don't need to add much. Like De'Aaron Fox and uh Marvin Bagley are the faces of this team. They're gonna go as far as this team's gonna be as good as those two get. Uh they still got Bogdan and uh my man's uh what's that? Buddy Healed as well. So like they When you look at this team, they'll they'll be one of the best teams in the West in another three years three years, because you kind of need the Lakers to die down,
1: you
0: you need the Clippers to die down, then you also need the Warriors to totally die, to open up a spot, they're three years away, maybe two, but, like, this is, the Kings is definitely one of my favorite teams to watch on League Pass this year, definitely, that, that, uh, it's just, the West is just so damn competitive this year, where it's like, they're going to get lost in the shuffle almost immediately, Unfortunately, uh, I can see De'Aaron Fox fighting for an All Star uh, All Star bid too. I can see him fighting, but so the Kings, so. yeah, I don't like the Kings is going to be what they were last year, probably like a, a ten, eleven seed, like so. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, never mind. I think they're the best young
2: team out. Three Definitely. Minutes. You there? Did you hear me?
0: No, I can hear you now.
2: Oh, I think they're the best young team out, but they definitely not making it to the playoffs. I just think that. Too swole.
0: Yeah. The West is just too much of a war zone. Like, last year was their best bet, but they're just. They're not. They're like another two years away. Yeah. They could could sneak in next year, but that. They're, too, they're not ready yet. So, uh, Tyler, anything you want to add about the Kings?
1: Um, Pretty much in agreement with you guys. I think they're a good young team, maybe a couple years away from a playoff spot. But this year just it's too competitive. The Lakers are going to be hot. The Clippers are going to be hot. The Port, the Trailblazers are still going to be a good team. It's, and then – the Nuggets are gonna be up there, so I feel like they're just gonna get, like you said, lost in the shuffle and end up a 10, 11 seeding, but with
0: some improvement. Yeah, like it's gonna be improvement. It's like with them, it with them, I wouldn't really trip about what their record is. It's just like I would say I'm gonna look at who they beat because they may be the type of team that might, because like, and they're in a really tough division. Regardless, like you got to you got to play the Warriors, Clippers, and the Lakers four times. Four which
1: times. I think will
0: help them experience wise. Yeah, which is definitely gonna help. And they I could see them probably sneaking one win against each of them On like you might catch the Lakers on the off night, you'll catch the Clippers on the off night, you catch the Warriors on the off night. So like mm-hmm. they'll be like I'm gonna look at more of the type of wins they get and the type of losses they suffer. Like they they'll be the type of young team that sit there, but like, we're not scared of uh like we're not scared of the goddamn Warriors. We'll play you until the fourth quarter, and then Steph Curry drops 45 on us for no goddamn reason. So, like, I'm going to look at them more in a sense of, like, not by their record, but how they look against good teams. And that would dictate how soon I feel like they'll be good, like, how, good, how soon they would be good instead of when, about how soon. So and also Marvin Bagley just got to stay healthy above all like that's going to be the most important part is he needs to stay healthy all right moving on uh Golden State Warriors um so the Warriors pretty much had the biggest rotation of like personnel amongst some of the teams in the offseason they still have Steph. they still have Draymond uh, they still have Clay, of course. But he's going to be out until at least December. At least. Uh, they retain Kevin Looney for a great deal. I don't know how they finessed that, but shout out to that. And above all, you turn KD into D'Angelo Russell. That's like their biggest move. And that's going to be the most interesting move that will, I feel like, have an effect on them the next couple, next couple of years as well. Like... Because D'Lo and Steph will be a fun-ass backcourt watch on offense. But Jesus Christ on defense. That defense is about to be so mid until Clay gets back. And I feel sorry for Draymond because mm. I hope he comes back in the best shape of his career because he legit has to carry yeah, on his defensively. Him, yeah, he's going to have to carry him defensively. But I will say one thing I like, their bench is a little bit better. Compared to last year. Alec Burks is solid. Uh I think Kevin Looney's gonna come off the bench. Uh Glenn Robertson the third isn't horrible. Um, and then I, I would expect Alfonso McKinney to be a little bit better as well. So I feel like bench wise they're a little bit better. Um they really don't have a legit backup for Steph this year, unfortunately. I, no, I don't yeah, they really don't. Looking at their team now, I don't really see a legit guard. So, like, they'll go positionless, and that'll be fine either way. But, like, I would say they, sh- they, like, they have a better rotation, honestly. Um, Willie Cauley-Stein has potential to probably be – he'll be what JaVel McGee was, but more athletic in my book. Like, a lot more fresher legs. Let's put it that way. So yeah. I think that'd be a good. That's a good pickup for him as well. Like the Warriors is a good team, but yeah. they'll teams is going to literally whoop. Probably they're going to have to outscore a crap ton of teams this year. They're going to have to outscore teams in, until Clay gets back, and even when Clay gets back, Clay may not be back to the Clay that we know and love until around March. So they'll make the playoffs. Like this is a very much a playoff team. They may until, I want to say going to All-Star Weekend, they may be a 6-seed. Mm. That's a hot take. People may be mad. F you Warriors Twitter, I don't care. But they're looking like a 6-seed until Clay gets back. Mainly because what made the Warriors great wasn't just the fact that they'll just sit there and go on a 20-point run. It's the fact that you won't score during that 20-0 run. Yeah. And the third yeah.
2: quarter Warriors oh.
0: was dangerous, man.
2: So who's their three?
0: So I think the three to start the season is either gonna be either Alec Burks, uh Alfonso or uh Glenn Robinson. Two K got Glenn Robinson starting. But um but it's either gonna be Glenn Robinson third Alfonso Alec Burks starting at the three to start the season. Yeah, that's a quality
2: experience.
0: Yeah, like they're going to be good. Like I, like Steph is probably going to look like MVP majority of the season, and that's just to keep them aflo- like keep them afloat in the West. And when Clay gets back, I feel like depending on how Clay comes back, they could sneak into the top four seed. Depending how Clay comes back, that that's going to make a break. Do I see them making the finals this year? No, not at all. Like I think they legit need a break. Like your core needs a break. So, this is where they're going to fall out, Um, fall out in terms of just, like, West powerhouse. Like, they're still going to be one of the best teams in the West regardless, but in terms of, like, being, like, that dominant team, it's, that era is over yet for them, I believe. But, top, they're going to be a, I believe they should be a top five seed come playoff time, easily, so...
2: Yeah, um... Man.
0: I can't hear you. broke her up.
2: You can't hear me? I
0: can't hear you now. You said something, you just went silent.
2: Uh, uh, um, yeah, uh, uh I don't know. That just don't got a, a freaking three. kinda uh, look. Glen Robinson III is cool, but he's not a starter. uh and they keep it bucked. Clay Thompson It's going to be real scary to see Clay Thompson play three. Um, I know he's big. I know he's on a – Just when you look at the other – Other than the Rockets, when you look at the only other two teams you should really be worried about, the Lakers and the, uh, and the Clippers, you kind of need a good, like, defensive three. And Agreed. I know Clay – He's a fantastic defender. But I don't know if he unless with them losing Izzy, I mean Iggy, I don't know if they can contain Kawhi like they did in the in the final. They barely or they contained can him. contain LeBron if they get him in the like that. Or even James Harden. Um it's gonna be a real hard time to deal with just Hell, great play. Um but oh yeah, God. I think they run is over. I don't think it's over for long, but I think it's over for now. Uh, I think with that chase center that they're opening up, they're gonna be back in relevancy in like two just because they're gonna want that, they're gonna want that return in money. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I uh, I agree with mostly everything you said. I think that that bench. Is low key better than last year, but it's
0: still trash. Yeah, oh. Sean Livingston retiring kind of took effect. They don't have a point guard now. And
2: the Iggy loss, man, I'm telling you, yeah, Iggy me, is, is going to hurt more I than people's going to realize. Am. But the Iggy loss hurt,
0: especially come playoff time because playoff Iggy was a form for that team.
2: Yeah. It was legit yeah. a form.
0: And if it's, if he, he might end up on that
2: Clippers dog, I'm just
0: what the heck? The thing is, they don't need him. It, like he don't like when I look at. Well, uh, Tyler, go ahead and talk about the Warriors. So we talk about the Clippers.
1: <laughs> well, to add on to that point that you're about to make, I think the Lakers will need more than Clippers. Yeah, but as far as the Warriors go, like you said, I see them as a middle of the pack team, of five or six seed, depending on whenever Clay gets back and if he's himself. Um, they. If they need some retooling and they might make, if a, if it's possible around the, the trade deadline, might switch up some guys so they could try to flesh out the roster a little bit more in the areas that they needed to be. But for the most part, it looks like they're, right now they're, it is what it is. They're going to be. Just the middle of the pack team, and Steph is probably going to have to go on like, like you said, MVP run for them to just stay, stay
0: afloat. Mm-hmm. I would even say one thing: they should, and they're going to play the buyout market because I think they're capped out like a motherfucker, and nobody wants to trade for goddamn Eric Paschall and Damian Lee, so they're going to have oh. to play. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> what, <laughs> you, <laughs> Bro, look at their roster right now, G. Look at their roster. You, you gonna sit like there and see them the two niggas? Names G.
1: On one of the legendary teams where they can't get the rights to the to those older players, so they just make up a player.
0: Exactly, see, but um, but yeah, they're gonna have to play the buyout market. Like, I, like Jr. Smith, I think is still available. Like. um... I don't know what guards are still available in free agency as well, but talk Darren Collison out of retirement, um, <laughs> I guess. But uh-huh. they their their main weakness is like their bench is an upgrade, but shoot, losing Sean Livingston, you lose that veteran who would have just led them guys and be like Ig, right, because now uh, D'Lo and Draymond is going to have to play more minutes like with the bench than probably expected. Especially Draymond. Draymond may legit have to play thirty five minutes. <laughs> and that's just so you can play and that's so you could be primary so you can be primary playmaker for the bench. So like they're in a like they they're unique, but you still have your core. Steve Kerr's still there. Um they know how to win. Like regardless like whoever the new coming in like they're coming to a stable situation so it's not like uh, above all the championship culture so they know what the expectation is even though coming into season championship isn't my goal for them but I'm sure in their mindset they especially we got Draymond and Steph who are like some of the toughest mentally players in the league where it's like we believe we could win with this team, so it's like the expectations there for probably in their eyes, but at least for the newcomers, they know what the expectation is when you walk to that Warriors locker room because you at least have your established core of Steph, Clay, and Draymond there, so and Steve Kerr is still there. So they, I think, like I said, they're gonna be solid. But moving on to the Clippers, um, so. Clippers pretty much make the biggest noise in this offseason by acquiring Kawhi Leonard. And, above all, getting Paul George. So, of course, they're the winners of free agency. And, at the same time, while keeping a couple of important pieces of uh, Big Lord Bev and and my boy uh, Lou Will, I can understand why they're the favorites coming in. Like you have like they are they, the fact that they literally took the Warriors to what six games or five games in the first round says a lot about like the type of coach Doc is because we already know Doc is one of the best coaches in the league Uh and above all like just the culture of this team and then it helps that you have you bring in people like a Kawhi Leonard and a Paul George who kind of fit the atmosphere of what that team already is about like, pretty much blue collar as we work hard, we're going to play defense. But now you have two legit... Even though Lou Will is like a legit score, but you have somebody, like, two players who can take over a game just as easily as Lou Will can. Right. So He doesn't have to be the primary scorer. Exactly. Because, like, I really... I like their roster. The, like, in terms of defensively, because, like, you could switch goddamn everything really could switch every damn thing. Um, my biggest question though, will be health of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. That's going yeah. to be a, like, that's the question. <laughs> Cause like Kawhi quad is a, is going to be a problem for the rest of his career. And then it is rumored that Paul George may miss the first month of the season because he is still recovered from shoulder injury surgery. And, I think he got it done on both freaking shoulders. So, like, and then another thing people not really giving enough credit for is, like, your core of this team that's returning from last year is pretty much You're only the people who were, like, legit playing last year. I'm not talking about freaking trash niggas who was on the team and just still got jersey numbers. But I'm talking about Lou Will, Landry Shamet, Zubac, Montrezl Harrell. And Pat Bev are the returning players while everybody else is kinda new. Hey, um,
2: who is they, they three?
0: The three is like if we're talking about if Paul Georgia don't start the season?
2: No, no, I'm talking about in general.
1: In general, it would be Paul George.
2: No, no, no. I mean before before Paul Georgia.
0: Oh. Oh, I oh. think
2: they still got Danilo. No, he got traded. No, no, he, he got, got traded. traded. He
0: got no, he got flipped.
2: Ooh, I'm about to say, bro, I'm not watching the best. One. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: wouldn't even be fair if they had Danilo. Like if they had Danilo, I would still crown them niggas. I really don't remember yeah, who the hell uh, they starting uh for starting small forward was last year.
2: It was Danilo.
0: I thought it was the power forward. No, Danilo was the full I don't they know. They got switched what up when they, the they did that. No, because Harold's coming start. off the bench. I know
2: my...
0: But I think Shamet was think, starting at the three. I don't even want
2: to have that conversation right now. My biggest question is, what do they have as... I'm not high on Montrez Harold. And Zubac going to get cooked by anybody with anything that involves post. So what do they have for... The
0: bigs. That's their bigs. Yeah. Um, because I okay. mean, what do
2: they have? Four other, you know, competing bigs.
0: So pretty much, Montrez and Zubac's going to be the ideal centers. They added uh, what's my man's name, Maurice Harkless, and uh, where's folks at Patrick Patterson as well to play the four. I think, cause they, cause like regardless, I think. The ideal lineup is going to be Paul George and Kawhi playing a 3 or 4. It don't really make a goddamn difference. That's the starting lineup. But, like, they're so freaking weird because it's just like... Well, honestly, no. You can play Paul George at the 2, Kawhi at the 3, and then you have Maurice Hartley start the 4. Yeah, you have Maurice Hartley start the 4. And then you could do Zubar. like,
2: um, you could do like, yeah, uh, um, just straight defense, Pat, Paul, Why, Montrez, and add
1: another
0: because Lou, we like they, the, the death lineup. I think it, for them, well, the idea would be death. They got lineup. Wilson Chandler again? No, he's on, he's he did steroids and plays for the net, Nets, um. No, the death liner would be Pat Beth, Lou Will, at the two, uh, Kawhi, PG, I and Montress. I don't really
2: like Lou Will. I do not like Lou I
0: understand, but Lou Will is going to have to be on that court, G. Now, you Lou, could honestly, Lou. if it don't work, you could flip Lou Will. Let's just say, okay. I don't think they was going to do that regardless. Because, let's just say... The first couple of games you play against the Lakers, Anthony Davis gives them a goddamn forty ball against Zubak and Montrez. You're gonna be in the market for a center. You're going to be in the market for a center now. Because in the only market and the only
2: person I can think of that nigga playing Cleveland.
1: Tristan Thompson? It's Tristan Thompson. Isn't he is he in the last year of his deal or Yep, up?
0: this is the last day of that deal.
1: They might be looking to flip him anyway.
0: And I think the numbers would align. Because the thing is, but at the same time, like, the reason why I feel like you got to keep Lou Will is because he's your third, and maybe some nights going to be your second, first, best score. Some nights. Yeah. So, because it's like, okay, Pat Bev. Lou Will's
2: extremely
0: hot. Yeah, but you kind of need those type hot, of niggas. He's
2: cold, nigga. Lou cold.
0: Like, fronts. Yeah. But it helps when you're pretty much not the best scorer on the team because then you have Paul George and Kawhi who should be, a pro- like, primarily your best scoring options. But you have Lou Will there because you know he's a – when he's not the focus defensively, that's an easy bucket. Because, yeah. honestly, like, when I look at this team, like – Patrick Beverly pretty much strictly 3D and D, and won't keep a G. It's strictly going to be defense. Jamichael Green is a stretch four. Maurice Harkless is like a slashing three that makes threes at 30% clip. Montrez Harold can't score unless Lou Will is working a pick and roll with him. Um, Patrick Patterson, all you can do is shoot goddamn threes. Landry Shamet shoots threes. Well, he shoots threes at goddamn. I think over forty percent. So he's arguably the best shooter on his team. By the way, so it's like it's really like you kind of need Lou Will because there's nobody else on this team who I can sit there and say can give me fifteen plus a night outside of Paul George and Kawhi. Because yeah, defensively they should be really good. Like defensively, I'm not really concerned. Like at least perimeter wise, because you have. Ten, you have three of the top ten de- perimeter defenders in the league. So that's crazy. Exactly, when you uh, think about it, it's really nutty because it's like if they can't score, you're definitely not going to score. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be the scary part about this team. Like, there's going to be games where control the pace of the game. Exactly, like they can control the pace, and that's why I feel like Lou will. Is very much needed on this team because if like you need that you need a legit third score, no matter what, like you legit need a third score. If if Pat Bev had more of an offensive game, I'd be like, yeah, get rid of. Him. But you kind of need Lou Will because he can't be a liability on defense because in your best lineup, which will involve him, you got to tuck him away somewhere defensively. So, I don't
2: think there's a team in a league where I can won't give a team trouble in terms of who they have. With. You can you can legit hide, there's not a team in a league that's got three niggas. Can. Now, I would say this there is teams in a league in which it would be extremely tough in matchup wise, and I think. Those teams are Lakers because just literally because of AD, Philly because of Joel Embiid, and probably depending on Joseph can take the next step. But those, I see nobody on that team. Um, and AD is a different beast than because, like, you know, with. With centers like Beat or big men like, or you know, or certain players like, there's a way to stop right. You gotta force them to make a shot. You mm-hmm. force A.V. Hey, he to make a shot. He making them.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's the only weakness I see is that they don't have a defensive being and there isn't a defensive big enough to be, except for kind of Draymond. That can literally limit AD to being, I got the W. So, in the case of them going against only two teams, I can actually uh, I, you know. Clippers are probably favorites to come out the West. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Or in the favorites to win the chip in general. I say the only team that gives them, if they see Philly in the finals, or if they see the Warriors in the Western Conference. I mean
0: the uh, the Lakers, which they probably would, it. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I agree. So I agree. Yeah, like the Clippers is easily one of the best teams. Like I like their roster overall. Like I like literally like it's just the question mark is bigs. Like you said, like that's the question mark.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so let's go ahead and round this up with the Lakers. We pretty much talked about the Lakers all goddamn off offseason, uh, off but looking at this roster, and even looking at it on 2K, I like this team. Defensive, they should be easily a top five, very worst top eight defense in the league. Like they're very good defensively. Like Avery Bradley, yeah, Avery Bradley could yeah, play defense. Uh, Danny Green could play defense. Uh, talking to a few Lakers fans that has common sense, they talked me to believe in Alex Caruso is a solid defender. Uh, and then, like, you still have then LeBron when motivated is a good defender. And then AD talking about he wants to be defensive player of the year this year. So that's that alone says the mindset. Um, when motivated, Rondo could play defense. And then Dwight Howard is still one of the best defensive bigs in the league. Place you still got Develin McGee. Yeah.
2: Um, I t- uh, can
0: he
2: the way LeBron. I don't know if that's going to be the case, though. But I agree. I would you, like to- you breaking up. Uh, hold on, what, I lost my train of thought. I am um, just for looking on two K. That boogie situation was gonna be a problem, dog. Man, like for other teams.
0: G, G that man is broken on that. G, regardless, and he's an eighty-one. <laughs> like the first game of two K I played with the Lakers. G, boogie was my leading scorer with twenty-five.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was mad.
0: Because
2: like if they, uh, no, tears eight They would have had the stopper, three man ten. Probably seen Mm why. Just because there's no two that can stop Boogie and AD on the same Mm -hmm. time, whilst trying to stop LeBron. Yep. You give me two shooters, probably.
1: That would have been a headache.
2: Danny Green and um, what's that nigga from the Warriors? What's his name?
1: Quinn Cook.
2: Quinn Cook on the court with them. Yep. Bro.
0: And then above all, Kuzma has improved as a shooter as well. Like the before oh, yeah. uh he's like, sp-
2: like it's literally the Lakers or the Clippers division. Because the Lakers are deep and the Clippers just you get wild. Like that's just crazy. And you mm-hmm. got have been one of the best on all the teams It's it's really those two teams and I think that the the fact that in the Lakers beat Anthony Davis, it's not LeBron approval. He's going to get most of Paul George. So, it's literally on Anthony Davis. And if he he's top five, like everybody in the state Because if Anthony Davis played like a top five player in this current, they won. Yep, there's not a, a single team that can stop. It just because there's not built, because say if they see the fire. Joel Embiid B guarding, who the fuck is guarding LeBron?
0: Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> even though Ben Simmons is really really good, but I think Decem- Ben Simmons defense is really what on. But like, okay, you don't meet them. What if they meet Philly in the final? I mean, not Philly, Milwaukee. good. Greenfield got to chase LeBron. NAD.
0: And, and Brook Lopez is not right. stopping AD. Well, neither Lopez brother stopping AD. Let's put it that way.
2: Nope. So. Not not not. You can. I don't see Chris Middleton has the 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 skill set to switch off Ron to, to play help into A.B. I don't, think that, I don't think he got that. Nah. So, like, um, I know Rondo I didn't know I feel Eric. Now, I'm not even talking about offensive-wise. Rondo locked down. Rondo able to lock, help lock down David. I, I think he you know, take taking care of Eric. So, it's they, like both of them are just out. And it's really just, I think, that effect Yeah, the And they were always. How fat which I think is there, but he applied to play out to. So, I'm uh,
0: breaking up, can't hear you. I,
2: I think it's the Lakers title to win. Clippers.
0: Yeah, I'm not mad at it, but yeah, like the Lakers have, like I know a lot of people really being overly critical, but it's a team with LeBron, so of course what you expect, but they legit have a very solid team, and it's crazy how literally like we, Kuzma is probably the biggest X factor um, on this whole team. Not because, not in a negative way, because I feel like he's gonna still give you fifteen, but let Kuzma legit develop a at least a thirty-seven percent three-point shot, because I think last year he shot thirty percent, and during FIBA before uh, he sprained his ankle and they had to sit him out, he was the best shooter at times. So Kuzma. Like literally, like you have to, you can't even. It's really offensively you can't you can't double team AD because LeBron and if Kuzma's on the court you can't you can't leave Kuzma open. So, like they really have a good team. The most important part of this whole team is pretty much going to be consistent shooting because Caldwell Pope can be shaky at times and Danny Green, even though he shot forty five percent from three last year. He can be shaky at times. So, but overall, I like this roster construction. I could tell they really went very pro-defense, which is why I see why they added Dwight Howard. And even then, I think Dwight Howard may have a good season.
2: Yeah, how could he?
0: Like, he has no excuse. Like, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to have a good season.
2: Yeah, he put up God darn crazy. He put up really good teams that would
0: like on the time his butt one got done sore on the wizard he was having like games he was, and stuff he like was that. averaging like eighteen and eleven before
1: he was honestly the best player at one because yeah. John Wall just went he went all that just
0: yeah like Dwight Howard can easily steal like if I could get freaking ten points in.
1: Close 10 to 12. ten
0: rebounds. It don't even need to be double digit rebounds, but at least close to double digit rebounds, plus a block and a half a night. Dwight Howard did his job on this team. Like I'm, and then like you could, and then plus, like literally, there's going to be points where both him and ADs on the court at the same time. Think about that. Yeah. Think about that. G, <laughs> it's going to be points where both of them gonna be on the court at the same time. How you defending? How you getting to the hole? Not. Because Dwight is still pretty athletic. Like, he's not Orlando Magic Dwight Howard, not even uh, Houston Rockets Dwight Howard. So he can't and lose. I think, I think. Breaking up.
2: I think people actually take the media or social media trail of certain basketball and that diminishes their value.
0: Yeah.
2: Even to the part that some teams probably see it, the White House still a freaking dog. Yeah. And you can't, of course, she's not what he was in Orlando, but you can't tell me that the White House had significant drop off of being a great center, league When, 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 where there's certain starting centers that are like nigga what?
0: So you got, you like, freaking... who's the starting
2: center on Goddamn Washington now?
0: I do no uh, Troy Bryant, I think is his name. He a rookie. No, not a rookie, but I think he's in his second, third year. Something Bryant. So.
2: Who's the center for the Atlanta Hawks? Alex Lynn. Who's the center for the
0: San Antonio Spurs? Some cracker. Come on. Some well, cracker. Like, you,
2: you look at certain teams... Can, he can help out. Like, Who's yeah. the center for the, the New York Knicks?
0: Uh, Mitchell Robinson.
2: Wait, didn't Mitchell Robinson start?
0: He's going to start this year.
2: Gatsby, right? Who started last?
0: DeAndre Jordan for a little bit. No, DeAndre Jordan got traded there. And he really didn't want to be there, but they just kept him. But Mitchell Robinson was, in my book, the starter by the oh. end of the year. But, as I was
2: saying, and, and other than the ability to space, is is, is Brooke Lopez that better than house? No.
1: no. The only thing that Brook Lopez has a three-point shot.
0: Yeah. And honestly, he's uh, overgrown as J.J. Reddick at this point of his career. Basically.
2: Speaking of that, who the heck is the... You said what? Who's the center for the Pelicans?
0: Uh, Derek Favors.
2: Yeah, man. See, <laughs> I <laughs> I can't trust basketball. I think. Would you rather have Derek Favors or Dwight Howard?
0: In a winning situation, give me Dwight Howard. Come <laughs> on. Yeah, like the Lakers. They're going to. I feel like, like I said, people just want to see Lakers fail, plus LeBron fail. So it's just like you know the narrative that's going to come with that. But I really like this team. Uh, I would say if Trevor Ariza, or you can find a way to get hold of Iggy, you, you do that. You do that. Because they kinda like you legit need a legit small forward because Kuzma and LeBron are tackling your fours and Jared Dudley. And Jared Dudley's technically a power forward at this point of his career. So like they need a legit four I mean a legit three. And like if a reason becomes available, take it. If uh Iggy if you get find a way to finesse for Iggy, make that happen. Because That's legit their only weakness in my book in terms of roster-wise. And it would be helpful for the roster because, for one, it could help limit LeBron's minutes as well. And... But... Yeah, Lakers is honestly my favorite to come out the West because you have the two best players and I like the roster you put around them because they're going to be really great defensively. Um... And I was... And if they... If they are better than the Clippers defensively, that will I feel like dictate whether who comes out the West more than anything. So, but yeah, I agree so, with that. I like the Clippers better. But my
1: thing is, you got LeBron who missed the playoffs, and they got an uh, extended off season to get his body right and have even more built up motivation. To succeed. On top of that, he has the best player that he ever played with along his side. side yeah.
0: with him. And he's willing and to like to now. That,
1: that motivation and that
0: willingness to make this work, that's going to be a scary combination. Honestly. Yeah. Because both are hungry. Both want to, both have something to play. Like, prove I'm them. expecting an a MVP campaign from LeBron, from the both of them. Mm hmm. Like, I don't see neither one winning because I think they're gonna cancel each other out, but and I think AD, I
2: think AD just want A D just wanna better players. It's true. I, I think when A D target is like other than like like keeping it What the heck is that dude, man? Kevin Durant. Who got a better skill set than Kevin I mean than A
0: D Really nobody. Like A D skill set is kinda ridiculous. And it's still evolving.
2: Like so. If
0: ben just, Simmons he, uh, can actually shoot the ball man, be up there.
2: Yeah, Ben Simmons definitely be up there. If that, nigga if that nigga can literally get a mid range, you'll probably not freaking forward. Yeah. Like but um yeah, I the Lakers is looking really, really – it's going to be a stressful season because every high is going to be mid, but every low is going to feel like God backflipping into the abyss. Yep. So, now I'm going to try not to
0: – So, yeah, so that's the Pacific Division. Um, Next week, we're going to go back east and do the Atlantic Division, which is the sweaty conference of the East Conference, which – Features the Boston Celtics, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, the unfortunate New York Knicks, Philly, and Toronto. So,
2: god damn.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll talk about them next week. Um, appreciate you guys for listening. We are now on Apple Podcasts. So subscribe to. Uh, so please subscribe, rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts if you listen on there. Is greatly appreciated. Very, very much appreciate. All you gotta do is search Nochia Media, and we pop up immediately, my nigga. So definitely uh, look for us on there. If you listen on SoundCloud and Spotify, we appreciate you guys for listening on there, of course. Especially the SoundCloud guys, because you the OGs of this. So please, if you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe and uh, and like the podcast as well, of course. But above all, share, share, share with your peoples on the real. So course we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh this is your boy Chris J and peace. See y'all next time.